When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So there was a mugging in Liverpool on Sunday. No surprise there, you might say. Go on, Wazza. This is the Manchester United Redcast. Good evening, good day, wherever you are in the world. My name is David Collins. Thank you for joining us. I'm sitting in for Eddie this week. He's actually increasing the profits of many massage parlours across the Thai Peninsula at the moment. Uh, He'll be off for a couple of weeks um, in many ways. So I'll be ably sitting in for him. I have a couple of great guests today. Oh, by the way, did you know it's Blue Monday? It's supposed to be the most depressing day of the year. It's just a surprise. Imagine, you imagine being in Liverpool after... After yesterday, it's yeah, very yeah. blue, isn't it? But st- I've got in the, in the studio here, this is the return of the Berry Beat Poet, the Sulphur Shakespeare, bon bon. Mr. Andrew Mann. How are you, sir? Good evening, David. All froze up a bit. A um, bit cold coming in tonight, isn't it? Oh, well, you old, your old bones are creaking. The old bones are and, uh, A third time for you now, Mr. Ben Paul. Uh, well, my hat-trick. And uh, what an esteemed company I'm keeping here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you never forget, it's our, it's our broadcasting legend. It's our journalist in the north-west of England keeping those balls of the holy trinity well and truly polished outside Old Trafford. Mr. Robert Meakin. I'm sure there's a couple of people in this part of the world who have gone to jail for such a crime, but anyway, we'll move, we'll move on. <laughs> I'm sure they have. Well, we've been away for a bit because I think we were so bored watching United, we all fell asleep over this <laughs> Not enough We've had our winter break, so we'll just go, we'll run back through a couple of results before we get to the scouse. So, we had the Sheffield United FA Cup game, which is, I'm just going to say, it was pretty dour, weren't it? We got, managed to scrape a 1-0. We've gone into the next round to play Derby. Um, so we have to live on with that one. And then we've got the Newcastle game, which, which just was completely strange result, wasn't it, Ben? I mean, um, we've wanted United to come out and play and perform. And two goals down, though. Two, two goals up and then to lose that. What do you I know. Mean? Well, <clears throat> I was, was kind of hoping we'd take that with us to the Liverpool game. But um, talk about Jekyll and Hyde. Um, last minute goals you, like, you love them and you hate them it's got us out of trouble so yeah, many times yeah. but oof, when you're on the receiving end Joey, uh, what do you think about that I mean to be 2-0 up and I mean uh, Lingard who scored a goal I think over the top celebrated I mean have a go look word yourself kid because he went down the other end and he yeah, yeah. sitted it and he made it 3-1 absolutely Fellaini as well Mr. Sitter could have won I think there's quite a few of them Mr. Sitters that day it was um, 
unusual game. I mean, we looked like we actually played quite well, yeah. and then suddenly, they, if you sort of take it down to the bare bones and watch the game, perhaps the second time. We had a lot of mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Hell and of a and lot of Newcastle mistakes. are not really that great, are no, they? No, no, no. But there again, didn't they win on Saturday? Didn't yeah, they, they, beat, they beat West Ham, so West Ham. that's a good result. Yeah. And then we were hoping, weren't we, Bobby, that we'd go on into this Liverpool game and the monotonous, like, repetitive style of football we'd been playing would disappear. And unfortunately, we turned up and I think that's probably one of the dullest uh, derbies that we've seen in 30 years. Would you agree with that, Bobby? Yeah, and that, 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 that's saying something, because, you know, to be honest, in recent years, a lot of Manchester United-Liverpool games have not been particularly memorable, in truth. And, yeah, and that was, this was right up there with the sort of typically turgid clashes we've become accustomed to, particularly in recent years. So, yeah, there was, there was the, the, cav- the flowing cavalier football was certainly not particularly evident. So, as you say, we were just... Very pleased with what was essentially a pretty damn average performance to scrape over the finish line. Yeah, but Drew, would, would, I'd say the same thing to you. Is the, the result um, much more important than the performance? I think on uh, any game against Liverpool, <laughs> the result's the one. I mean, we took six points off them again this yeah. year. That's twice, isn't it? Yeah, Two I mean, we, we've actually had four shots on target against Liverpool <laughs> and we scored all four goals. <laughs> yeah, wow, now, that's wow. a stat and a half, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, could you, Ben, in the first half, I mean, we looked terrible. We didn't, game, have didn't, we? A, we didn't have a shot on target after the first half. Yeah. Um, I don't know, if you were to ask me, would you be prepared to put up with a performance like that just to beat Liverpool? I'd say yes. Right. Any other day, no. But I love the term turgid. And I love mm. the fact you refer to it as the derby, because it is the derby. It is the most important game. City, no chance. But it's most important to get a result, and we got it. Mm. Yeah. On, res- on reflection, I wish we played like a United. Ugh, the phrase United of old. Yeah, yeah. But I don't give a toss. We beat them. That's always good. Always you, good. I always say that result. I mean, you love that. Fellaini. I mean, I don't know if you're still going. <laughs> uh, yeah, Drew, I mean, you go back to a, go to a podcast. You can find them at iTunes, and you can go back into the history, and you can see Mr. Man, the Berry Beat poet, yeah. saying that uh, Marion Fellaini <laughs> is his favourite player. Yeah. Um, again yesterday. Oh my goodness me. <laughs> He what was all over the place, oh, wasn't he? I mean, he did have that header, but um, goodness me. I know, he's he probably booting what, people. Is he, he going to go down as one of the worst United buyers in history? I mean, he's, he's cusping on Jemba Jemba at the moment, isn't he? Jemba Jemba territory. <laughs> he's got a good, keeps good company, though. Keeps good company. No, David Bellion, I think. Oh, Bellion. He's he probably Gen- steals it, steals it. I think, uh, Genuinely, yes. Yeah. <laughs> David Bellion. <laughs> I, think, um, I think Memphis at the moment is cusping on Bebe. Absolutely. He's cusping absolutely. on Bebe at the moment. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, did you see him when he came on? He, he, he step, did two step-overs, didn't he? And give the yeah. ball straight to the blue. Well, when, when Mata came on, he actually, you know, at least he tried to be more yeah. progressive and it came from a corner. Yeah. Um, you know, good header by Fellaini, but, I mean, Rooney put his foot behind that. That was a good yeah. effort, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it reminds me of when he scored that goal against Newcastle where he wasn't thinking. And then Rooney's best when he's not thinking. He just sees a great... He's got, he uses that aggression. He just wanted to welly it. So hard that goalkeeper had no... Even if he had got his hands behind it, it ripped the hands off. Yes. That's the Rooney I love. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's got yeah. the most goals for one Premier League club now in, in Premier League history. And he needs eight more goals to beat... Uh, Bobby Charlton's all-time United yes. record. Question for you, Bobby: If if he goes mm. on and beats that record, United legend? He'd have to be in the, the top tier of players. Yeah, I mean, I know he's he's infuriated us uh, of of late. You know, with, with some of the awful performances have been, but he is steadily getting back you know, to it to his well, his best as a thirty-year-old player. He's not the player he was when he was twenty-four years old. But yeah, I think the stats just speak for themselves. When you score that many goals. It's not because you've got lucky or you're an average player. 
even though he has never, we'll, we will always say that he never filled his potential, became the level of a Ronaldo or a Messi. No, he certainly didn't do that. But yeah, he's become captain of England. He's scored a record amount of goals for them, probably for Manchester United as well. You'd have to be pretty ungenerous to say he doesn't come into that category. I'll ask the same question to you, Ben, because you're like, I'm in an R and I can see you doing it. And, and it is chalk and cheese. A lot, of pl- a lot of people think he is and a lot of people think he is. I'll ask both of you. Mm-hmm. Ben, Ben first. Well, you know, I don't disagree with Bobby there, but I do disagree <laughs> slightly. He's in the Gaza League for me. He has promised so much but didn't deliver. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm in um, agreement with that. It's like when England players now reach 100 caps... Back in the olden days, 100 caps meant something. Now, with all the friendlies, etc., reaching 100 caps ain't all that. So I think he's not in the same league as Bobby Charlton. He flatters to deceive. He's great, and don't get me wrong, I love Rooney, but he's not. So scoring that amount of goals, Drew, which is a tremendous amount of yeah. goals, yeah. you know, still wouldn't put him in that kind of level of Ryan Giggs. And I, well, no, one, no one ever compares to Ryan Giggs for me at United. Um... I, uh, I think he, Is it because I, he's a scouser? Is it because he tried to leave the club to, to <laughs> Yeah, they, well, it, it held us over a barrel, didn't he, for a while. Um, That's a fair point. Um, I personally think he is one of those, like Ben said, he had so much potential. I mean, he's, you know, the, the guy can score goals. He's got I do put him in the Gaza League as well. I think that's very, very... Up. He, there's one part that I, I, I keep thinking back. He sort of matured as a player really young, didn't he? Well, he started at 16, so 16, he's probably right. like 35 in dog years. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. That's where it's going to go with it, David. He is definitely 35 in dog years. Yeah. So. I tell you, Bobby, then uh, Van Gaal, I, I don't know if he actually goes and watches the game at all, but he actually said after that result that United will challenge for, to win the league this season. Um, well, I think we're like six odd points off of the top of the table at the moment. There's teams still dropping points. We're a few points away from Tottenham, Robert. But yeah. honestly, can you see us finishing first place? Well, I mean, I think the club want us to finish in the top three. Um, uh, do you think he's dreaming? Well, I think Ian, you know, Mrs. Van Hal have been at the Shard and they or something pretty quickly because I, I cannot see present as much as obviously I'd love to see it happen. I just do not think this team is good enough. Uh, to be the Premiership champions presently. Not that Arsenal or Manchester City are remarkably brilliant and unbeatable. That's far from the case. But I just don't think Manchester United, as they are presently, are good enough to win the league. Well, apparently yesterday in the first half of the game, a a Liverpool steward actually had a heart attack in the game. Now, he couldn't have been watching the game because that couldn't have been the reason why (laughs) he would get it. I think he just found out that he realised that they just signed Stephen Corker and they might be getting Shane Long. Well, apparently, (laughs) that could be why. (laughs) Well, I think that was such a clever move from Klopp, though, bringing him on again and telling him to go and stand right up front. It works all the time, doesn't it? What, Brilliant, you, where, uh, Let's ask it now, I mean, because we've got more to talk about. This, this idea that United can challenge for the league. Yeah. Uh, where, where do you think, honestly, at the moment, we're, we're st- still in fifth place. So we're a few points, two or three behind Tottenham. Or yeah, Drew, seven where, points where, off yeah, the top. Where, you, where are you thinking, Drew? What would you like, or what, do you, what would you like, first of all, and where do you think we will end up? I think we definitely won't... I th- I'm, I'm hoping top four. I'm hoping top four. God, definitely won't win the league. No two ways about winning the league. Uh, I'd like to see um, a, another forward coming in the January window. Even like you said, there's no one around, but there's got to be players around. I'm still not happy that we're just not we're not converting goals. We're just not having it. This 
It's dull to watch, isn't it? Let's face it. Yeah. I mean, Ben, we've got a goalkeeper again yesterday. He's made Saved some tremendous lives. saves. And I think it's always a bit depressing when your goalkeeper gets man of the match. But, I mean, True. Here's, a, here's another one for you. I've given you uh, one already about was Rooney a legend. Is David De Gea possibly taking over the legend that is Peter Schmeichel in I think, Golf United? I think we, um, we, it was hit and miss after Schmeichel. We tried so hard to find a replacement. Eventually, we found the Dutchman. Since, since him... I think he is. Um, he could. He could surpass. He could. I mean, for me, Schmeichel's the greatest goalkeeper who ever lived. How we kept hold of De Gea this season, I will never know. For him to be able to go on a free transfer and have a massive signing on fee of about twelve million at Real Madrid, how did it not happen? It still confuses the hell out. Skullduggery. I think. <laughs> I think Skullduggery. So. I think. I think the the, the the electric was pulled out of the wall when they were doing the facts or something. Uh, it was has something to going be. On there, there, it there. made Power no surge. sense. Yeah, and now Real Madrid are, are going to be slapped with this transfer van. I don't know if anybody has more insight than I do. Probably Robert. But I don't know if that's going to affect the sale or non-sale. Oh, well, I think it, the transfer ban probably won't take effect. It's not effective in this transfer window, no. and I think they will appeal like. Uh, like uh, uh, Barcelona did, so grass, they'll it? be able to. Yeah. Pl- they'll probably be able to buy it in the summer, so they'll probably throw everything at it then. But who knows? It's, it, it's good and bad, isn't it? Because if you're looking at trying to get players like Bale, I mean, you could. That's probably not going to happen now, is it? Um, Do you think Bale was ever going to happen? I think it, I thought it would happen. I thought I know I hoped he would because I think that mm. is is mm. exactly the type of player that we need. Mm. I mean, you know, mm. British players played in the Premier Leagues as a world class player. Mm. Pace, power, scores goals, left, right, feet, head. Yeah. Perfect for United. Whether we could get him yeah. now, I don't know. Um, because ultimately, there's this thing, isn't there, that United are finished. It's like, it's two seasons. I mean, Chelsea didn't win the league for four years. No one ever mentioned, like, yeah. oh, they're history. Yeah. Oh, oh, Liverpool, Manchester United, two clubs who've got history, but yeah. it's long gone. It's like, hold on a minute. It's, it's not that far gone. But I don't know what. Uh, You'd be very optimistic tonight. I have to be, because yeah. if, if I was on your seat, I'd be going this all over. But I have to be a bit more <laughs> upbeat as the host. But, um, yeah, we are missing players, and uh, we are struggling. And then we have to remember, our defence is a, a little small wee midfielder playing next to Smalling. And we've got, you know, Ashley Young, who's an midf- you know, attacking midfielder. And then Damian, who's been playing on the wrong side and having to <laughs> become more narrow, hasn't he, Robbie? Because, like, he's having to cover Blind. So we, we, yeah, it's been difficult, not it? He doesn't look it? convincing, does he, at left-back? Bloody no. hell. But he's look, he certainly looks more... I mean, I thought he looked great when he, we first arrived those first yeah. few games as yeah. a right-back. He's had a rough time. I know he's been injured as well. I actually think he's going to be good for us in the medium term. I think he'll be all right. If he just, if he just starts playing as a right-back regularly for United, yeah. I don't think yeah. we'd have too many worries there in time. But he's still got to settle, definitely. There was a, a poll on the Manchester Evening News website and uh, for supporters to say how many players they think United need to sign. I think it was like 68% of people said they'd need at least three players. Um, I mean... I don't know where you get those players from. I actually don't think United will sign anyone in the January. I don't think they will. This, I, this think I, don't think I don't know if they'll trust Van Gaal with any more money this season. Yeah. No. I think the players they were actually wanted was people like uh, Lukaku from Everton. Well, yeah, I could see that. That would have been good. Yeah. But, but um, I'll, I'll feed the club. Yeah. I think yeah. Yeah, you know, John Stones, that, that would be 
yeah. that'd be good to see. But who knows? Well, can I just say how nice it was to see Phil Jones um, in the crowd? That's the closest I've seen him to the pitch in, uh, in Donkey's. <laughs> I bet he got injured. I bet if someone tread on his foot. Oh. But I think that was great, though, wasn't it? It was Phil Jones was in it, Marcus Carrick. Rojo was in it, Carrick. Yeah. So they're all yeah. got, you know, Marcus Rojo's yeah. probably got a dislocated shoulder again. <laughs> yeah. There was uh, there people, a lot of scousers were saying, oh, yeah, they were placed there by United PR to get, you know, we're with the crowd and stuff like that. But, you know, obviously they would have been there if we'd lost as well. Yeah. There was um, Sacco, who's a, a central defender for Liverpool, said mm-hmm. that they knew that they had United against the ropes because at the end of the first half, in the dressing room, they could hear the United players screaming and arguing with each other at half-time. Marvellous. Uh, Bobby, uh, is, it's, it's a good thing, though, isn't it, that they can get, uh, you know, they can get and shout at each other and get a performance in the end, though? Robert? Yes. You Are you with us? I was asking you, sir. I am. I did, yeah. yeah. Were, you, I mean, were you in the changing room? <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, of course, because we always complain, don't we, about the current United team not having that many vocal leaders. We said, you know, that just a lot of question marks whether Rooney's really a natural captain. After Chris Small and Schweinsteiger, and there aren't that many obvious authority figures. So it's really, if, if, they're, if they're having a good, of tearing a strip off each other after what was a pretty lousy 45 minutes, that's at least good to, it's reassuring to hear, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, uh, moving forward, we've got some games, and we will discuss on our mini podcast what we think are res- you know, possible score lines and predictions for our Southampton game. I always get them wrong, though. Yeah, you, well, you always get them wrong. I think we all I, I can predict anything <laughs> at the moment with this team. But, um, yeah, we've got big games coming up, actually. Um, Arsenal, Chelsea, and such like ahead. But the, the, the good news is, points picked up by United under Van Gaal. Uh, head-to-head since August 2014 against the top six other teams. And we come out top. Uh, 16 Mm. games, 29 points. That's the highest. Chelsea a second, Arsenal, Liverpool, City and Spurs. So against these, you know, so-called bigger teams, Mm. he kind of has has the Indian sign over him, whereas Moyes got six points out of 36. He's got 29. Mm. So, like, that's that's quite interesting as it moves forward. So, I mean, let's just talk about Van Gaal. I mean... Let's be honest, it's dull, 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 it's ditch water, isn't it? it and is. I mean, it's probably the worst United of team I've seen or mm. know of since, since Dave Sexton. And that's, <laughs> that, that's a long time Come ago. On, since Wilf McGuinness yeah. for you. It's a, it's a long, long time ago. Uh, he still he's, keeps talking about his final year, Ben, left on his contract that he's nah. going to see it out. Nah. Do you see it to this end of this season and then gone? <clears throat> I thought my early Christmas present was going to see the back of Van Gaal. As it stands... We'll give him to the end of the season, but surely, surely he can't go to the end. I'll be on that. Uh, Robert, do you think he's one, maybe one loss away still from Luke getting the sack? You know, if he'd lost to Liverpool, could he have got the sack? Or do you think they're just going to put up with it now? I think, yeah, you, you, I mean, if, if, I think the sort of, if they have identified any replacements, it doesn't seem that they've gone for Mourinho, who's obviously there presently. I don't think he's one defeat away. I, 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 at the moment, I've, just, I've got the feeling they're going to suck it and see, to be honest, and just keep... Um, I think that wouldn't be a tall surprise if he's there at the end of the season. I hope he's going to get us scrambled back into the top four. Mm. Then at that point, it just depends who's available. I mean, if, if, I mean, I think it's huge if, if Guardiola was genuinely interested about coming to Manchester United, of course. I don't think it's a no brainer that Van Hull would be politely waved away. We'd go for him. I myself would have gone, I would have gone for Jose Mourinho because I think, despite all, all the sort of hysteria around Van Hull, I think if you look at the plain facts, I think, Mourinho is a better modern manager than Van Gaal is. I just but, think we, in terms of what we want to do 
winning, winning, you know, in the, in the contention for winning trophies, or dare I say, even winning the European Cup again, I think in the next two years we'd have more chance of Jose Mourinho than Louis van Gaal. I'm looking at it from that short-term point of view. <laughs> That's what the club Manchester United are now. Drew, so, Drew but I, like, I'll ask Drew this then, Robert. I mean, uh, Mourinho's He's very similar in style in his very fo- football was, to yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, are you are you thinking that would you would you would you take a Mourinho? Because bef- I tell you what, I would been... have about a month ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'm not quite sure. I don't know. I mean, Pep. Obviously, I, I think Pep would be the one. But yeah. you know, I, I think the City things signed and sealed. Yeah. There's been chat point. coming out today that the board were possibly looking at gigs taking over with Ferguson coming back in yeah. as, a, as an advisor, but, you know, actually working quite closely with, with gigs being... That always works. Yeah. yeah. Dear. According to no. the Sun- Sunday people, I think, that, uh, yeah, I think yeah, that no, Elvis <laughs> was driving a double-decker well, buck As long as it's yeah. not in the Daily Star, the paper, Daily Star. you know, if it's got anything to do Ooh, with uh, Diana's face in a potato or <laughs> in a what's it, then you wouldn't take any notice of it. But uh, you can't see... Uh, Drew, you couldn't see Ferguson coming back in. No, too. no, no. I definitely... I don't, I don't think gigs is ready at all not at all I do like I did sort of have a I think I had a chat with you about it a while back that I liked Eddie Howe as like a, a yeah. young you know someone to build the club around again Eddie Howe and Giggs but I think I don't think they would give him the chance and I'd, I'd, I'd like the idea of Eddie Howe but really. Ben let me throw one at you okay right. Mark Hughes Oh, do you know what? He's my greatest footballer of all time. Hit Robson will be my hero, but Hughes is the guy I'd always pay money to see. My heart says yes, but my head says no. Reason? I think he's... For some reason, he plays very good defensive football. For a striker, he, his, yeah. his teams... Very uh, defensive yeah, team. I mean, he's, he's signed some incredible defenders. That, you know, Peters and Walshild and... Um, and the like. They, he's they, got some great players. He's definitely, Stoke, though, he's he? definitely turned Stoke around, yeah. though, hasn't he? And I think really he was doing solid. quite a good job at City, to be honest, before they yeah, gave him the chin tactic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what about you, Robert? Do you think someone like Mark Hughes could be given a chance? Yeah, I mean, I'm, a, I'm a big, big fan of his as a player as well. I think, I think the fact he was a manager of Manchester City would, would, would be a huge call against him, PR wise, the club. A lot of the fans would hate that, yeah, and a lot yeah. of the fans don't forgive him for it. People, most people might think that's a bit tribal and trivial, but it certainly isn't to people in the Shepherd end. So I think that was all really, I think he's a decent manager. There's every chance you could do, uh, do it and make a decent fist of it, to be honest, but I don't, uh, I don't see it happening. Let's um, have a look at some of these transfer speculation. Like I said, it's pure gossip. I don't really see many signings coming. Even though we do need them, um, it can't be panic buyers, but just in the papers today, just for you guys around the world. I know you're listening in Adelaide to Austin, Texas and beyond. Uh, Levetsi from PSG. Um, surplus to requirements apparently and Cavani as well Cavani's been on everyone's list for about the last two years mm. I, think, I think he's he's a croc I don't think he's a good player at all I don't think yeah. he's apparently he's trouble apparently yeah but then with a manager like Fergie, he always liked trouble and he could turn trouble around, but I don't know about that. Van Gaal can't turn trouble him. around, no. though, can he? No. He, just, he? He couldn't do it. Okay, and then also, you've got Tony Kroos, apparently surplus to requirements at Real Madrid. Now, he was, I think he was nailed on to come to he United. He turned us down once to, before. Yeah. Well, he turned us down, I think, when he had found out that Van Gaal was the manager. Um, right. But I think that would be, would be quite a good signing. What do you think to that? Well, I think Schneiderlin and Schweinsteiger were supposed to run that midfield. Schweinsteiger hasn't lived up. Schneidlin, the stats are stacking up in, in, in favour of him, but I think Cruz is world class. I think Liverpool yeah. will sign Cruz. Do you think so? I don't yeah. think he'll go to Liverpool. Yeah, well. Bobby, what do you think of this nonsense that I've been hearing about Jamie Vardy? Would you? 
Yeah, I think I think I think we can safely assume that will not be happening mm. in January. <laughs> I think I think Leicester, Leicester City will not will not be parting company with him, and I've had just des- desperate talk probably from the Sunday people again, to be honest. Yeah. And Drew, you're, I mean, you'll be absolutely weeping in the street. It would be, it would be like the day Diana died if you hear that Fellaini is going to go to AC Milan. Is this, this, would, there, would you be upset about this? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, you know my feelings about Fellaini. He's got, he's got a love for the lanky poodle. I, I do like the lanky poodle, but old Captain Microphone Head himself, mm, I could see him moving out. I could see him going... Let's, let's, uh, let's talk about... I mean, we're halfway through the season, basically, now, aren't we? Let's talk about our new... Our signings that we took, that we got from the start of last season. Let's have a, uh, let's have a think about who, who's done well, who hasn't performed, yeah. who you yeah. think has let you down. Um, let's go first, Ben, see who you've, who's your, been your favourite performer. Well, I think it's like my school reports. It's always had the potential, but never lived up to it. And I think it's very early days for Depay, or Depay, or whatever you want to call him. I think he's got something... But I don't know what it, I don't quite know what it is. Fur jacket. <laughs> I think Schweinsteiger. Uh, uh, five years ago, I would have cried for Schweinsteiger. Schneiderlin, he gets a lot of um, bad press, but actually the stats say that he's kept when he's in the team, we win more. So I quite like Schneiderlin. I think Damian will become a good player over time. Um, but for the top of the tree is Martial. He is brilliant. He will he will be brilliant if he's played up front. And isn't stuck out on the peripheries. He's brilliant. He's got class. He's got touch. He's got aggression. He's got pace. And he's got the nous. Yeah, uh, Robert, what about you? Your your best and worst so far this oh, season. Ma- Martial certainly, absolutely, is, is the standout. I mean, when you if you if I imagine what the, a, a really good Manchester United team might look like in say dare I say three years time, I would only imagine presently the goalkeeper being there, Smalling, Luke Shaw, maybe Schneidling, and certainly Martial. I mean, that, for me, they're you know the key players where, where the team wants to be heading. So, yeah, he's certainly the, the best of the bunch. Most disappointing, well, it has to be the Dutchman, it has to be Memphis, who, who you know... I think, who, it's, I think it's a toss-up between ability, him and Blind. Obvious ability there, but, but yeah... I think Blair Blinn's done a job, but I can't call Memphis Memphis. I have to call him Depay because he doesn't, yeah. de- he doesn't deserve to be like yeah. Elvis yet or like Madonna. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's, yeah. he's not yeah. done it, has he? He's not, yeah. he's not done it at all. It's, I think as someone said, I think I'm paraphrasing Hullet that said, you know, you've got to perform on the pitch before you, you've got all the bling off the pitch. You know, driving around the Matt Black, Rolls Royce, cool Absolutely. niche, yeah. parking it up outside Selfridges and going, just, someone's making a fortune off yeah. him in Selfridges, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Getting commission yeah. off of him. But uh, yeah, he's been my. The, he's been the letdown, really. I, I, I mean, think so. Uh, I, you haven't asked me mine yet. No, I was going to say to you, uh, uh, go, what's yours? Uh, <laughs> Favourite is Herrera. I like Herrera. I think he's not really had a lot of chances, Great but play. when he does, he looks like he's a bit special to me. He is. Um, <clears throat> it's a toss-up between Depay and Blin, so yeah. therefore no more sign- Dutch signings. On, on Herrera, I mean, he didn't he didn't play well at all yesterday uh, in the, against Liverpool, no, did he? No. But it seems the fans really have taken yeah. to him, haven't they? I mean, yeah. I, I don't know, even even him and Matter, they they really have like settled Matter. in Manchester. Matter apparently his favourite food is a meat pie. <laughs> he loves to go to like you know the, the the poshest places in Cheshire, Nutsford, and like you know, and he says he loves a meat pie, and that's I think that's what all United supporters want to see: someone 
like him or Herrera getting really involved in it, whereas yeah. some of the others are so like you know locked away, driving around in their like Matt Black Batman corniches. It's yeah. a, it's a bit of a problem. <laughs> uh, Bobby, we talked about uh, Chris Smalling, and everyone's kind mm. of raved about uh, arrived uh, raved about Mike Smalling this year. But I would yeah. say this, and there's been some conjecture. Really, they'll say, well, he's not as good as what people think because. He's got two sit- holding midfielders sitting in front of him, making him look better than what he really is. What do you think? No, I think he's he's, he's come on leaps and bounds. I mean, that, that we had so many sort of centre backs of potential, whether it be you know Johnny Evans, Phil Jones, and obviously Smalling. And while Jones went sideways and down, Smalling has got better and better, and this has been his standout season. So now I get the argument that we because United have been playing a fairly defensive formation anyway that may have protected him I actually think what it cries out for now is a top draw centre-back partner for Chris Smalling which we don't actually have presently because I don't think Phil Jones is going to cut the mustard Daily Blunt is at best a good utility player Phil, Phil Neville and <laughs> yeah, really, yeah, to be honest, though, yeah, I mean, mm. it is. It, it goes into that sort of territory because he can play. What's his best position? He can play left back, centre midfield, and obviously centre back at the minute, which mm. I've always found very hard to get my head around. But yeah. you know, that's where Van Hal plays. But no, I would say screams out for. I mean, John Stones would be a dream, but I don't think that will happen with United. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes abroad. Actually, well, there's but, been uh, rumours about like Barcelona and Real Madrid. Madrid yeah, I think Chelsea have Some, put a lot of money in him as well. I, I would. Could I put out a, 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 call, a, a shout for one player I think might actually work alongside Smalling would be Shawcross. I thought he was going to say so, Phil Jones then. So no, 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 no. I'm no, always no. injured. I think, I think, <clears throat> I think Shawcross actually could... Um, I mean, he's one of the United lads originally, but a, t- a tough sort of stopper. I mean, I think you know, he's sort of in the Cahill mould more alongside Smalling. I think that could potentially work. Imagine, mm. like, re-signing Shawcross and re-signing Pogba. Just to, like, just to piss Ferguson off. <laughs> yeah. uh, Drew, just, uh, I mean, obviously we need to, there's positions we need to fill. I mean, if we did get John Stones, imagine that. Luke Shaw, John Stones, Smalling, that's your England, part half of your England back four yeah, right yeah. there. But where do you think we need to strengthen? Exactly there. In the centre yeah, centre back yeah, position? Yeah. Centre back. And we, need, we still need a striker. I, yeah. I still believe that. Mm. I'm, I'm going to be hated for this, but I think we've got to say goodbye to Mr. Rooney very shortly. And you know what? A, a while ago on the podcast, and you can follow us at United Redcast. We have 5,000 strong Red Army following us, and we do read your tweets and try to get back to you as often as we can. But I won't, I won't actually retweet if we get beaten, because I can't, because I'll start swearing. <laughs> but um, uh, Mr. William Hunt was on here a while ago, and he said that Wayne Rooney was our best United player since Brian Robson. I, I, he must have been on the cough syrup that yeah, night when he was on <laughs> when he was on this. But you know, I think you're probably right, Drew. Do you think, like uh, Ben, that Ferguson's last season, if he had actually mm. stayed on the following season, I think that Rooney could have got the tin tack there. Yeah. Actually, yeah. can you believe that we were once offered like fifty million from City for? God, that's crazy yeah. times, isn't it? I know, those were the days. But now the, that would have always come and bit us in the arse. Always would have, wouldn't it? If we'd have seen but it, I think so. a lot of our problems stem from the fact that we try to crowbar Rooney in too often. Yeah. A lot of players don't work at United and work at other clubs because Rooney is yeah. there. Do you think, uh, Robert, that Wayne Rooney gets a, uh, you know, a hard... It's get, people really have a pop at him, but he's really played everywhere, hasn't he? He's played in midfield, yeah. he's played out on the right, he's played on the left, he's played at a number 10. So, you know, he's had to play with players like Ronaldo, he's had to play with players like Ruud van Nistelrooy. Uh, so, do we give him a bit more of a harder time than what he really deserves? 
Yeah, and I, do, I think I think a Wayne a, a bad or average game for Wayne Rooney inevitably gets highlighted more than just about any other player in the United team. Margin is, I mean, I've been driven mad by watching him recent times. I've always thought United's problems go far deeper than Wayne Rooney, to be honest. And he's been the, he's been the obvious target of people's anger and frustration. I mean, the, the team just wasn't functioning in all manner of ways, neither was the manager. Yet Rooney was often the person that everyone was still talking about. I think he was. He's got to take responsibility himself, maybe, for not fulfilling his remarkable potential. But Manchester United have also been guilty of, I think, of abusing the talent to a degree by shifting around the park for a number of years, playing him in all, all over the place, something he's been willing to do, particularly when he was younger. So I think Manchester United themselves have to take a, a good degree of responsibility for the player not being what he could have been. And, and yes, and yeah, to answer your question without continuing to waffle, yes, I do think we've been harsh on him. Rob, Rob, where do you think Rooney's best position is, apart from Dan Berger King? Uh, I, I, yeah, <laughs> always for me, always. I, mean, I think he's a, he's a marauder, really. You know, and I think always really in the ten role, in the hole. You know, and then, and then, you know, you, arguably if he gets old, he could potentially play deeper in midfield. But always for now, if you're going to play him, look, if someone better comes along, great, no problem with that. If we play him, he plays as a ten. He doesn't play as an out-and-out striker. You want him running at players. You certainly don't want him with his back to six foot four defenders. It's a complete waste of time in the gates what he can do. So, yeah, I'd, I'd say but always don't, don't you think he's, he's lost, like, he's lost something? I, I, I think this season oh, yeah. we've I, seen... I, agree. That. I, I, I You know what I think as well? I think the, the way that the team plays, it, it doesn't play into his right, strengths. Okay. I think okay. you either have to... He has to have players with pace running by him so he can, he can bring the ball under yeah. control like he did against Newcastle for Lingard's goal. Yeah, yeah. Or he's got to, you know, they, they've got to give him the ball directly. I think it's just so monotonous and so slow and pedestrian that... Yeah. Yeah. It's very difficult. And I feel sorry for all of our attacking players, actually, because United actually played with seven defenders, including the goalkeeper. Right, so how can four, four attacking players break down ten, play, ten uh, opposition players? That's what, that's, I think that's the eternal problem at the moment. Well, we, had, we had the man, Di Maria. It's a shame that he went off. But he couldn't, I mean, the, the manager couldn't deal with him, could he? Didn't no, know, yeah. to, couldn't put his arm around him. There's another player, actually, that he got rid of that's just come back to us. That's Adnan Yanazai. No. Uh, he's, playing in the, he's playing for the under-21s as we speak. Uh, it's his first game back. I think the, the most worrying thing that Dalt, he didn't play hardly any games with Dortmund no, no. and the most worrying thing they didn't question his ability they said that he wasn't mentally strong enough or ready to play in their first team wow. I mean what, what, uh, Bobby what, what do you think that, what does that say about our youth, well, I our think, youth I think, team you know, and the way we're bringing through yeah, our younger players actually though but you could, you could see probably why that uh, situation arose because Yanazai was hailed so quickly he was young sports personality of the year if I remember correctly on the BBC or something I was nominated and he was really it was right he was he was getting all sorts of plaudits in that first season when he was playing for Moyes and then it sort of you know it sort of collapsed for him didn't it rather under Van Gaal so it's not surprising that his confidence has evaporated and maybe his, his attitude has been under question or whatever because I think it was he was he was being I mean under Moyes they were basically saying he was the talisman for the team essentially yeah. I remember sort of going yeah. to European nights and a lone striker okay. was Yanazai yeah. and so that, that's a big fall he's had so yeah I mean it's, it's one of those players it's right probably got a bit of a knife edge for him whether it actually makes it or just descends into mediocrity he's playing for Aston Villa in two years you know it's, it's that sort of stage where his career is at presently uh, Ben there's um a big question mark over our youth policy at the moment. Our director of, of youth football, Brian McClare, one of my favourite players sure of all good. time, uh, actually left to do the development of the Scottish uh, FA for their players. 
that must be even harder job than <laughs> United. <laughs> but um, we haven't filled the position. And do you, do you think if we got someone like Mourinho, that wouldn't be very good for our kind of youth yeah, development as it is anyway? Or is, do we think of our youth development through rose-tinted glasses because of the class of 92? Yeah, it's, a very, it's a very, very good question. And yes, Mourinho isn't renowned for his... Um, <clears throat> association with youth development, but which clubs are which clubs that are now? It's a different, it's a different ball game. No pun intended. I think when City got their influx of money and Chelsea got their influx of money, the days of of, of bringing up your own youth squad and were numbered. Well, City won the the youth cup, didn't they? And not one of them actually made there it. There you go. The team, so. It's yeah. all about it's the results are much more expected more immediately. <clears throat> um, the big names are expected. There's a lot less um, patience especially with managers, but also especially with squads. Mm. So it's a big, big question for every club, youth, youth policy. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Drew, what about you? Do you think the, the, the United youth... I mean, there's been a, 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 a youth team player come into the first team since, like, the 40s, I think. I could be right. And do you think there's a change in that? Do you think the idea of having a manager long-term is gone, the idea of bringing yeah. through youth? Because everyone wants, you know, you need results yeah. now, don't you? Yeah. I mean, you'd like to think that United, you know, would have a great youth policy um, I haven't seen it no, no, we haven't, <laughs> is, I mean, who's come through from the, the youth team the, not, not in, not not in, I mean I think the, pl- the players that we've had come through at the moment yeah. have been there because we've needed we've needed yeah. to yeah, fill, absolutely, fill absolutely, gaps but, absolutely. you know what Welbeck I mean didn't really fulfil his potential no. did he I mean yeah. so I can't think of anyone really there's been a lot of players but not many have actually and Cleverly and Johnny Evans came through but as we know they're both yeah. gone yeah yeah. And both went on pretty much free transfers. Yeah, um, yeah. Borthwick yeah. Jackson, he didn't He's have a bad game. Kid and play. That's what they call it. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> He's got the big party on. No, Borthwick Jackson, no, I can't see that. Action Jackson, no. He's really slow as well. I, I think that's another one who's just filling the gaps until someone else comes back. Really. Yeah, I think that's what we are. We're plugging holes. And, you know, we're Manchester United, for God's sake. You shouldn't be plugging holes yeah. with stuff. Uh, just a little bit of news before we go, but don't forget that you can go to all our links for Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, and the apps, and the complete United Red Car, Redcast archives are at unitedredcast.com, where you can hear us all blathering on. Um, you know, we don't, know what we don't know what we're talking about. We're just fans like you. We're just lucky enough to sit in front of a microphone and do it instead of just sitting in our own rooms. In a heated room at that. So, predictions for our upcoming game against Southampton at Old Trafford, 3 o'clock kickoff this Saturday. Uh, Southampton, you know, turned a corner. Yeah. Um, just signed Charlie Austin, four million quid. Um, yep. Bargain. Strong. Yeah, it's going to be a tough game. I, I wouldn't even know how to call this. So I'll let you do it, Drew. Always a tough game, Southampton at our place. I'm going that we will take the lead and we will be winning 2 0 and they will score and it'll be 2 1 and with a few minutes to go, they will get an equaliser. Okay, so around about houses, two. Around the houses, two <laughs> all. Ben, well, to to go around about the houses, they've got some talented players. Tadic is on form. Graziano Pelle knows the back of the net. They've got Shane Long, who's on form as well. They've got a decent defence. Um, they've got Amane, who at the moment is probably could be United signing, but yeah. thirty million is a bit expensive. Mane for nothing would be quite, quite good. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm here all week. Chicks for free. I'm here all week. Um, I think nil nil. I think United are that boring at the moment. I think that defensively minded against another fairly defensively minded team nil nil I say draw so far uh, Bobby I'm, I'm going to be wildly optimistic and go for the safe man's 2-1 to United two whole goals bloody hell we'd be Wowza. knocking yeah. them back um, two, two, penalty, two penalties 
Yeah. I tell you what, for me, uh, United cannot score goals in the first half of games, they, yeah. especially at Old yeah. Trafford. I don't think this. I mean, I know they scored one penalty against Newcastle, but I think Mata was the last one to score in, a, in sept, from September. I, ca- I can't so come if, on. If I, we get a penalty, it'll be two-one. Yeah, I can't. Saying. I can't <laughs> bet against United because I actually don't think we'll win the game because I think Southampton are a good team. But I'm not going to say they're going to no. beat us. So I'm going I'm to say one-one. Okay. Yeah, good, so, good. What about so, well, Robert? A, was two yeah, one. Yeah. So we're you know we're all really confident, aren't we, guys? <laughs> moving into this game, yeah. uh, but hopefully we need the points. We need to win the game. Yeah. I think even yeah. uh, any kind of loss at the moment is is, is terrible. I mean, it's good. we're going to struggle to finish in the top four. But just before we go, Drew, top four this season? Just Ben. It's all about the Spurs game. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Bobby. Yes, just. Oh, I hope I hope we're right. And if you want to let us know at United Redcast where you think United will finish, what you think the scores are going to be on against Southampton this Saturday, we look forward to hear from you very shortly. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.